I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Dolls. Dolls. We are divided once more. We're coming to you from Separated by a coasts. continent. <laughs> but twins vibes. What do you mean? Well, we're kind of wearing the same oh, yeah. outfit a bit. It's early. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to get into the spirit. Conjuring full. It's happening. It's honestly. So I'm in Brooklyn for 12 hours and I drive up to Connecticut today for a wedding this weekend. But I landed yesterday and it was hot, dank summer, ash sweat, central. But then today it's a bit fall vibes. Is it crisp? I'm activated. It's not crisp. It's still warm, but you can, the light quality is fall. Mm. And it's like, I can wear a sweatshirt mm-hmm. and long pants and not be a swamp ass. So yeah. that light is, that light is very much happening in LA too. I know, but it also is like, you never really get fall in LA. So it's just deceptive. Today it's fall ass. It's gloomy and cold. I hate LA so much. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I hate it there. I never oh want to go back. Last night, we're watching TV, and all of a sudden, we hear like an explosion, and we see flashes of light, and we run out in the balcony, and everyone comes out like between our apartment and the apartment across, and like we're all in our balconies. Huge explosions and flashes, like almost like lighting it up like it's daytime. And what we were like, it? what the fuck? And everyone, someone was like, are we under attack? <laughs> Some guy drove up to the church next door with a f- gun that fires fireworks and just fired it like at towards our building and then drove off. 
I was like, that's Hollywood for you. I was literally like, we're all, we're all on our balcony. And this girl goes, I'm scared. And we were all just like, what the fuck? Dogs are barking. Truly, if you're living in a huge city in America, you are under attack every day. Laura, it literally looked like that's scary. It was like they like we were on like we we're at war. Now. You're like it's Oppenheimer time. No, no it's I was like Adam. Well, like if you don't see that it's fireworks, like for a second, your brain is like, um, are we? Is someone throwing like a grenade? Like what the fuck? And then it was some crazy man who just fired fireworks like towards an apartment building and then drove off. Every like, once why? in a while, someone will fire off a firework or like a small bomb-like firework in mm-hmm. the alley between my mm-hmm. building and like the next yeah. building over. So that's like a fun at just randomly at any time of the night, it could happen. Like why? Did, why? I don't know. Something I, no to one, do. No one needs it's a way to rage against the machine. I guess so. <laughs> I was like, is it, are they keeping us on our toes I mean, to keep unsettling? Remember when the cops would like launch like booming noises to like scare everyone for like weeks? When was that? 2020 summer. Remember they were just like launch, remember you would just hear like booming noises for like a month after like the unrest happened? Just randomly? Yeah. The, co- the cops were like, it was happening in other cities. They were apparently just like projecting like loud booming noises to keep this, like everyone like on edge. Maybe that's what I heard. Maybe. But But like living in a no, I'm just truly living in a city is harrowing. Unless you're very wealthy. In which case it's like fun and flirty and urban. Yeah. But even then it's like You're being fin-dommed. Even then you're constantly. You're still under threat of someone shooting fireworks at you. Yeah. You're constantly under siege. Wasn't there a guy like on Genesee, like, blowing cars up for a period. Oh, yeah. He was an arsonist at large. Um, I had that thought, too. I was like, is that... I, I, I remembered that guy, and I was like, oh, no, is it someone who's just, like, throwing bombs? Things. Yeah. The arsonist was more just, like, lighting cars on fires um, mm-hmm. and, like, sneaking into people's garages in their, like, apartment buildings and, like, lighting a car on fire. Did they catch him? They did. That's scary. But then though. also on the cursed Genesee, someone Ugh. found a dead body like in an Escalade. What? Yeah, there was like a dead body rotting in an Escalade. Oh my god! That street is. It is one of the most cursed streets in all of Los Angeles. That's where I got held up at gunpoint without knowing. On Seven Eleven, I would say that Seven Eleven is more. No, 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 not the Seven Eleven. The liquor store golden liquor oh on genesee genesee is a place where horrible things happen yeah i'm sorry to anyone that lives on that street but if you live on it you know <laughs> you're playing with fucking fire playing with fire um anyway so that was my <laughs> thrill for the evening that's thrilling and i looked over at mango didn't react wow so i was like Stoic king <laughs> I know. tony would go ape shit mango was literally like this <laughs> Mega's just trying to find some peace in this world. It's goddamn peace. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're getting a slice of Northeast early fall. I know. I wish I could stay longer because the San Gennaro uh, oh, yeah. thing is this mm-hmm. week. So I might try and come back 
early-ish on Sunday and then stay a night so I can see it because I just need a little bit of Why don't you stay like a night? You should, you should stay like two nights or something. I know. I might work it out. I have to see how this like weekend pans out and then maybe I'll extend by one night just so I can experience. It's really fun. I know. And I just love like yeah. an Italian-American moment. It never goes out of style. And there's like a Ferris wheel. It's like yeah. really. I want to eat like food. Biscotti. Biscotti. Biscuit. Um, no, that's I want that for you. I know. We'll see. But also when you go to Connecticut, it's gonna be like folly up there. It's nice. Yeah, Connecticut's gonna be nice. Yeah. And where I'm going is like a town called New Milford. And mm-hmm. you know that town? Mm-hmm. You know that town? Know uh, that apparently town. there's like a crazy flea market there on Sundays. It's vibey. Love. Yeah. A, pla- a place called New Milford. <laughs> I've only driven through Connecticut. Connecticut's on the a place way you drive to get through. to somewhere else. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this is the first time I'll be like stationed in Connecticut for a minute. Love. But I'm excited. I don't know much about the East Coast. That East Coast they speak of. So I'm always excited to explore new territory. Merrick, you'll be on the Merrick part. Merritt Partway. Is it Merrick Partway? Let me see. Side note. What? I also, I rented a car to make this journey. And... I love that. No one told me, no one told me how difficult JFK makes it to, like, rent a car. Merit Parkway, Parkway which you will probably be on. Um, I'll probably be on it. Renting a car in general or just in New York? <laughs> in New York, I was not ready for the mm-hmm. journey that of a lifetime jfk would take me on from the point i touched it took like an hour and a half just to like get to the rental car desk really it was i didn't know that you like a tram you have to take like an air tram to like somewhere else and then i what what's what rental car service did you use this is my hugest mistake i used like ace it's like one of those you're like, is this even real kind yeah. of rental car places that's not even on site? So then you take the AirTran to like a cul-de-sac and then they're like, now you wait for a shuttle to take you like a mile and a half away, just somewhere in Queens where they drop you off. And then a bunch of guys, they were like only one person. It's like a little trailer with cars around it. And you like go in the trailer and they're like, you can't come in the waiting area you have to you have to sit out here and then we'll call you in when you can when you can come to the desk so i was like okay so i just stood (laughs) outside of this room and then they were like okay you can come in and no one held the door for me i was like pulling my suitcase in there and then they try and upsell you on all this car insurance and i was like you can't fool me well they they brought you into like a little like like construction trailer thing i was like this that's like business isn't real i was like none of this is real i was literally that woman on the airplane (laughs) that man over there isn't real not fucking real yeah yeah that feels very like mafia satellite company or something i was like none of you that makes you grateful for la i won't tell i won't tell yeah but i don't like what's going on here give me the chevy trailblazer and Mm -hmm. i'll be on my way I'd rather be in FEMA Uber camp 
then have to take trams to a shuttle. I know. From shuttle to a What's trailer. worse? Like, JFK, I thought, like, okay, they make you walk a lot, but, like, honestly, it's better than L.A. I was wrong after this rental car experience. Yeah. I was like, they also want to make you, they want to hey. shuttle you around. Yeah. The good thing about New York is you can just take the subway to the airports. But it is, it's a bit of a troll because it's far. Yeah, and I just needed, I've learned that you need to just have your own rental car. Yeah. You need to be free to do you and escape at any given time. And it'll be nice to like drive out of the city and like up the Driving in New York, I was like. Yeah. I was a woman of the world. Driving over, what bridge did you drive over? Williamsburg? Maybe. Maybe. It was lit up. Yeah, probably the Williamsburg Bridge. Did you see the skyline? I said, New York. Damn. I'm going in October. I'm excited. That's going to be really exciting. Yeah. It's like end of October. energy. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's going to be gorgeous. Crisp. Um, Why? Just for fun? Simon has... hosting one of the co-hosts of the mad ball which is at the mad museum cute yeah so it'll be a that's gonna be really fun chic little soiree but an event a gala if you will a fit no but only night it's like the week weekend before halloween so i'm excited that's exciting you know i'm going straight back into summer because i'm going to austin this weekend Mm-hmm. for a week so it'll be hot 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 but i'll get a little bit of lake life which i love leaning into i love dipping my toe in in lake life hashtag um lake life is for me do you take a boat out on the lake mm-hmm. uh just fall off the boat do you do inner tubing um i mostly just swim around but there are tubes for some but i like to just like <laughs> I can't I like to you really dog. getting like dragged by a tube. No. I I mean I as a former swimmer. <laughs> like water skiing. Water skiing? No, I've tried water no, we have water ski. I tried it and it was it's, it's hard. It's tough. It's, it's really fucking, tough. Especially as a like a Grendel tall person, it's hard. The taller, the harder <laughs> the, the harder we fall. Yeah, and also like gravity wants to pull you in half. Like yeah. it wants to pull you down. It's very tough to like Water, it's fun, but hard. And then God help you if someone tries to take a picture of you and you try and like look cool. It's not happening. It's absolutely not happening. I will say I did. I tried surfing when I was in Hawaii in high school and I was actually really good at it, mm-hmm. um, which is, and I was, which is surprising because I'm, I have no coordination. So I was like, oh, I can, I'll, I'll be good at water skiing. It's a whole other ball game. It's a whole new can of worms. Um, but yeah, it'll be great. I love to, I love Barton Springs. I like being there. It's like Simon is like happiest in Austin. So I like being there. Yeah. It's his his hometown. So it'll be fun. Also, Austin has a church with like a permanent 9-11 memorial. That's literally just two fake twin towers. That's important. So I, I, I need to make it pay my respects. Yeah. You need to. Yeah, it's a pilgrimage. Mm-hmm. I love that Austin really needed to remember. Oh yeah, they're like they're like we never want to forget this. This affected us like crazy. Yeah, they said, and we cannot forget. They're like we were, you know, 
we weren't that close to it, so we just needed like a constant reminder physically. I know. They're like, Oklahoma City got the bombing. What did we get? We got nothing. So we're really going to have to remember 9-11 here. I know. You guys, Oklahoma City, that was, that was formative. We've been fucking through it. We've been through it, doll. We were the original 9-11, honestly. I can't believe you heard it. Yeah. That is crazy. And I have chills. I know. It was crazy. Um, Speaking of crazy, speaking of the Oklahoma City bombing, (laughs) I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy, Unique, unique Bombings. Bombings. Salty Utah Salty Utah bombs. Salty Utah, Oklahoma City bombing. Um, we're on episode two. It's, this is the best season I've ever seen in my life. This is incredible, and it's edging into. I think it's edging almost into like New York old Rony territory. Like, I agree with you. The preview for the next episode, I I was, was gagged. I was screaming, screaming. <laughs> I was why literally gagged. Why is Meredith suddenly talking in like a southern accent? I know. She literally became Truman Capote. Because she was blackout <laughs> drunk. She goes, she goes, I don't want to talk about her man. She goes, Do you <laughs> she, want me to talk about her husband? Go off. <laughs> she goes, she we talk about the nasty She goes, Should we yeah. talk about the nastiness I've heard about her husband? <laughs> and then she's like, and Lisa's just like Lisa's always like Younger sister, Alanon vibes, just like she goes. Tell her, tell her, tell her to fuck off. (laughs) You can, and I love espresso martini, teeny, 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 espresso martini, martini, (laughs) dripping. I think they're just all gonna get so drunk on this trip. That's the only thing to do. So we get we this episode we actually get the opening taglines and I'm only going to talk about Lisa's which was <laughs> what was hers I've skipped over them. She said I'm on a mission to serve Lisa and I love that for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe? She's the most incredible woman out there. Preserve her at all costs and she... find the ring. Who took the ring? Yeah, that was like a little fish. Monica. <laughs> I don't blame her for being so upset. Me neither. I was like, it's the sentiment. That ring definitely it's the got sentiment. immediately stolen. Yeah. By the way. the Palm Springs went, Airport. Boop, 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 some boop, desert boop, person. Someone was like, yeah. Or Monica. Um, Monica. Meredith arrives in a parking lot to Take show off her Elton John ass outfit. <laughs> She's fucking Sir Elton John wearing this blue, blue, blue. She's meeting Barlow. Prayers for Elton, by the way. He's hospitalized right now because he no. fell in his house in France. Yeah. Oh, that's really chic. I know. I know. If you're going to fall, if you're going to be old and fall and go to the hospital, for the love of God. Let it be in France. In your house in France. Do you think um, Diana Sinella Jenkins has, has chartered a private jet to go visit her dear friend in hospital? I pray that they've FaceTimed. She had another baby. Biologically? I think she did. Let me see. Hold on. 
That's I, a serve. I swear That's to God. A serve. Yeah. Wait, she said she got pregnant or she had a surrogate? I think she got pregnant. Wow. <laughs> Uh, wow. Anyway, so she. <laughs> Remember when she like vividly described? <laughs> yeah, she tried to like. She legally like silenced us, but remember when she like vividly described mm-hmm. bleeding, having a miscarriage to Sutton? That mm-hmm. was cool. And Sutton didn't believe her. <laughs> Sutton was like, "So you say? So you say?" And then Kyle. That I know. Oh, I read. I read a blind item. Mm-hmm. that Kyle I mean I guess it's not because it's about someone but like a tabloid report <laughs> that Kyle is was seen in Paris with Morgan Wade canoodling just I come out it. it's fake lesbianism I think yeah I, I kind of agree lesbian. with you it is it's a fake out it's fake dykedom as soon as I saw that video I was like this is the straightest thing someone could do you're actually really straight if you get with Morgan Dyke <laughs> Morgan, Morgan Dyke what's your name <laughs> Morgan Wade. If you get if you get with a lady that wears hats and little booties, you're, you're kind of just still straight. Mauricio's on Dancing with the Stars. I know I'm gonna have to watch the season, unfortunately. Ariana, Maurizio. I think it's unfair of them to cast Lele Pons in Dancing with the Stars because she's basically kind of a dancer performer already. They well, always I, do this shit where they like I haven't heard that name in a while. She's around. She just changed her whole face and like I think she's like kind of slutty on TikTok now instead of like falling funnily. But she's slaying. She she's still made on a, top. She made millions of dollars from falling. From being like tall, hot, and like falling down. Yeah. She cornered the falling down market and I can't fault her for that. But I don't think that someone who professionally falls down and made their millions being a fall down comedian should be on Dancing with the Stars because they have already too much coordination. Mm-hmm. Like you need to cast people that don't have that and then they can duke it out. I think Mauricio is probably going to be terrible. Mauricio's about to get. He's going to fuck his partner for sure. He's about to. He's about to have even more women like screaming for him. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. So Mare invites Lisa to go take an Elton John stroll, and I didn't realize it's been two years since their friendship fell apart. I know that it's, makes me sad. It's really sad. I said these two soul sisters need to mend. Lisa goes, "Oh, I thought we were taking a walk." Because Meredith is wearing little boots, <laughs> and Meredith goes, "We can walk." The park they're at is literally like true crime. It really was darking me out. Like I take back what Utah. I said about Salt Lake City last episode. It was not serving cunt this episode. No, it was very much like last scene, like where like someone scene. goes gets goes missing in this like snowy cold park in Utah. I was like, oh my god. Lisa goes missing and Meredith's the prime suspect. Someone said they saw a flash of blue running through the park. <laughs> Lisa goes, I have a senior in elementary school and a senior in high school. I was like, senior in elementary school? Fifth grade? <laughs> a fourth grader? Yeah. <laughs> and I go, I wrote this tension. I can't. It's. I don't think they're ever going to mend. No. Meredith's too far gone. And I don't even know how close they really were at the start. Mm-mm. Me thinks maybe they weren't that close to begin with. Or they um, were like on the outs when the show kind of started. Yeah. 
Lisa. Do you love this art? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Where is this? This is the Box House Hotel in Greenpoint. Oh, my God. Um, Lisa goes, I don't trust anyone. There are only a few people I trust. Anyone that signed an NDA, my husband, and all my lawyers, because they're on the payroll. I was like, fucking queen. I just wrote, I love this woman. I love her so much. I don't trust anyone except my lawyers, John Barlow, and people who signed an NDA. I was like, that is a list. People take note. Yeah. Very chic. Um, She goes, Jack's going on mission. His friend was called to Switzerland, and his other friend was called to Milan. And I was like, oh my god, I love that. And he goes, Mom, this isn't a shopping trip. And I said, maybe not for you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Jack is stationed in Paris. <laughs> and I know, me to too. I need him. And I feel like, or like Lisa could actually make some calls yeah. to the church and be like, station him in Rome. Station him in, station him in, in Brussels. <laughs> Lichtenstein. I'm to travel. Yeah. I need a Europe moment. Station him in London. I didn't realize that you're just a door-to-door salesman oh, yeah. on mission. I thought you got to like go just be in a city and do like no. work with people, like build a church and then like try and convert the locals. I didn't realize you had to like hustle your bustle around no. town and like knock on doors and be like a freak. It's the people who come to your doors and are like the little Mormon boys in white shirts. Jeez. It sucks. Are they just looking for, like, the saddest person in town to try and, like, get yeah. them while they're vulnerable? Basically. They're literally just targeting, like, old sad ladies. My dad sad used women. To... Yeah. My dad, or, like, sad gays. <laughs> My dad used to <laughs> let... A gay that's just gone through a breakup. Yeah. Or, like, an extremely sad woman. My dad used to, like, let the Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses in because he felt bad and would, like, make them coffee. And they would always come to our house. And your dad's like a, a chatty Kathy a bit. Yeah. So I think he, he would enjoy just shooting the shit with them. My mom, another story. I wrote this park that's darking me out very drab. It was it was really, really upsetting me. Yeah. I, I felt the color very story. Yeah, I felt wrong. very like unsoothed. I felt very unsafe. And I felt like flashes I just kept thinking BTK killer. <laughs> It was extremely BTK, kind of Ted Bundy. Yeah. They're basically like, we can't go back to how we were, but we don't want to go back to that place. So why don't we just forge ahead a new path? And Meredith goes, I think that's a great idea. I miss our families <laughs> coming together. I miss going to dinner. And then we had a, sh- a amazing montage of them, like, twinning out all the time and hugging and being silly. And I was like, oh. I think that Lisa's star power irks meredith but i think meredith is very savvy and she realizes lisa is a fan favorite so she needs to like hitch a ride to lisa's wagon because meredith i think thought she was going to be the runaway star and she's not it's lisa she's a star for another reason but lisa's the breakout star yeah so she's like lisa baby girl lisa (laughs) she is Heather and Wheatney meet for a hot soak in like a public water park vibe. I was like, Heather arrives wearing like her boots, her little boots. Heather her little, loves her little feet. A snow boot. She came in. 
I was like, my God, this outfit. <laughs> she is arrives in a puff. And <laughs> she puffs her way into this fucking water park. I know. She's like, God, I love this place. And we find out that Heather has known Angie K since high school. I know. I was I was truly shocked. They, Me too. Heather moved to Utah when she was 15. And she and Angie were like friends in high school. Heather says her friend group was Mormon and Angie K's friend group was were the Greeks. The I know. I was like, oh, I guess there's a... <laughs> Posse. I love them, the sharks versus the jets, the Mormons versus the Greeks. I'd love to see that throwdown. It kind of reminded me of, isn't there like a click in Clueless where they're all like on their cell phones and like wearing leather and I feel like they're like vaguely Mediterranean or something? Yeah. Were they supposed to be like Armenian? Something. And I was like, that's who I was imagining when she said the Greeks. Mm-hmm. I didn't un- know about Mormons and their garments until this episode. Oh, that they wear to the temple? They wear them, like, all the time. I think when I think specifically when they go into the tabernacle or temple or whatever, they have to wear, like, white things. I think those are underwear. I think they have to wear that, like, oh. very conservative underwear under all their clothes. Mormon readers weigh in. They When they showed the picture, I was like, no wonder they wear, like, baggy dresses oftentimes because... This is so bunchy. Yeah, they look like they're wearing like those onesie men's swimsuits from like the 20s. You're just always supposed to wear them. You're just like not supposed to be sexy. Whitney is very like skeeved out by the place and like is unsoothed. And Heather's like going like and like drinking the water. And she's like, here, try some water. And and Whitney goes, no, I will not. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Everyone there is you're like going to get athlete's foot walking around there. Damn, Whitney is very chilly with Heather. Yeah, she's done with her ass. Yeah, she's like not. In, you can just feel the like. I'm here because I'm filming, but like, Whitney is not giving Heather anything. Because Heather starts complaining, she starts being like gossiping about Jack going on mission, and she's like, Lisa's brand of Mormonism is very like fraudulent, basically, and like she's not really a devout Mormon, and she pretends to be. And when Jack comes back from mission and he's actually sort of indoctrinated and like brainwashed, as Heather's putting it, Lisa's going to be in for a rude awakening because she's like, what is this kind of Mormonism? The actual Mormonism? I didn't sign up for that. Well, why is Heather so obsessed with it? Let it go. Because Heather's obsessed with Mormonism. She's Mormon even when she is not Mormon. I think she's so like her whole... Her whole vibe. She's a Mormon princess, essentially. But like, she is the bad Mormon. The biggest thing she ever did was like what she went through. Mm -hmm. Rocked her world so much, like leaving the church. It's the it is like the biggest thing. So she can't let it go, and she's now fixated on it. And she is fixated on proving others aren't as devout Mormon as they appear to be. Which is basically her being a Mormon, being like judgmental and like gossiping so it's like you are still a mormon it's like a judgmental alcoholic or like addict who's sober like coming for people's fucking wigs because totally they're cali sober and whitney is like kind of who is also ex-mormon but like more authentically ex-mormon i feel like is sort of 
just like, why do you care so much? Whitney goes, just because she wrote a book doesn't mean she can tell other people how to do it. (laughs) Whitney's, she also, she, I think she outed, Heather outed Lisa's being a cig smoker. Good. I know. How is Lisa Mormon, though? Because I was also wondering, like, you're allowed to be Mormon and have a tequila company and drink and smoke cigs? No. I I, I thought that, too. Lisa plays by her own rules. I've always kind of wondered that. I'm like, how does this add up? But, like, I think Mormons are just like, if you have money and you're willing to give it to our church, we'll call you a Mormon. But, like, you can't drink caffeine, so she's obviously drinking Diet Coke all the time. You can't drink coffee. You can't smoke. You can't drink. So it's like she's – you have to Me literally thinks... be totally <laughs> sober. true bad Mormon yeah. in this bunch. But that's also, like, neither here nor there to Heather. Like, it's none of your business. Mind yeah, your P's you and Q's. you're out of the church, who cares? Live your life, bitch. Lisa should write a song, a hit single called – bad mormon or badder mormon mormon baddie mormon baddie <laughs> bad, bad barbie wait did you see that thing about those tiktok stars that got into like a fight in Mm-mm. during fashion week what they do who was it i don't i've never heard of these people apparently they're huge on tiktok they're like 20 something girls and they are both white and speak very problematically and they got into like a knockdown drag out fight in a hotel during fashion week and it was like what they just they don't like each other fashion no like i'm gonna look them up i wonder if i know them coco i think one of them is coco something but they like fully have this like throw down fight and like a brawl yeah and the cops had to come and like it was all filmed on tiktok and like i say i'm i say this because i when i said bad barbie i that's how they talk like, they're very, it's very, like... Oh, uh, like Bad Baby or whatever her thing is? Yeah. A mud fight? Oh, no, that was a fashion show. I'm going to say this. I've been following New York Fashion Week just on the Vogue runway app. Mm-hmm. Is it a flop? It's pretty mid. I was like, what's New York bringing to the table fashion-wise? Some may say nothing. But also, like, it feels like it's not, no one's talking about it. It's like... It's a real who cares. It's a continuation of my, I just feel like there's no glamour anymore. Certainly not in America. American culture and American glamour is, it's a bear market. And I'm feeling that watching these shows. I'm like a true, like, and... The only thing that good is coming out of it is that Kelly Catrone... And Anna Delvey. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a major. And major Julia Fox is always serving. serving look. Mm-hmm. But she's on her own planet, kind of. Like, she exists. Like, there's Fashion Week, and then there's whatever Julia, Julia Fox. Fox is doing. Yeah. And those are, might be happening at the same time, but they're two separate things entirely. Very excited for her book. Same. Did you see her book trailer? I was like, she's really doing it. Also, speaking of Julia Fox, Jack from Salem apparently showed Hog on Twitter. I haven't found it yet, though. Readers, I know what to do. Yeah. Um. So Heather and Whitney just have this like awkward 
bath and then they we leave and we go over to <laughs> Meredith Marks's new rental house <laughs> and she's pitter-pattering around sort of rummaging through things on the counter clicking 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 on her laptop and then blackout Seth comes walking out he is so drunk o'clock somewhere yeah and so thin he's very thin what's going on are they all like on some diet yeah maybe they've decided that it's time for them to start a podcast so they have a new podcast called hanging by a thread their podcast art made me deeply sad yeah it was we don't need we just didn't it we didn't need it i think people i always was like you should start a podcast like that's what i would tell everyone who's like i want to start a podcast but now i'm like you should not start a podcast you absolutely there's enough there's enough enough podcasts podcasts. out there and we don't need yours we simply there's no need sorry you had your time yeah Especially a straight couple and who are like wealthy, I don't, I don't want to hear from you. No, twenty to thirty minute episodes. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. He pours a shot glass with a little white wine, gives it to Meredith. Mm-hmm. Meredith goes, "Do you know Trixie Mattel?" <laughs> and Seth is like, "Oh yeah." She goes, "Well, I'm friends with her, and she's invited us to her new motel in Palm Springs, the Trixie Motel." Which I was like, chic. Love Trixie. So Mare is going to have everyone go to Palm Springs for a little girl's weekend at the Trixie Motel. An allegedly healing trip. Mm-hmm. Where we know there will be nothing healing about it. Okay, Angie's house looks like a bank. I'm obsessed with Angie K and her life. Her hot gay husband. Fascinating to me. Yeah, her salon queen of a husband who's like bald daughter with a big bulge yeah Electra. he wears like tight stretchy slacks yeah a skinny slack her daughter Electra, queen of the greeks i was like this is everything to me yeah so angie met her husband who was a hairdresser and mm-hmm. she was like this fucking hot ass guy i need to know who he is and they now own 10 salons and a cosmetology school and are just like living a follicle empire. <laughs> They're killing it. Wait, I speaking of follicles, I got a targeted ad on Instagram about how you can harness or you can harvest your stem cells through your hair follicles. Really? And that's like first things first on the docket when I'm back in LA. I want to do that. Yeah, I need my stem cells frozen in the lab on ice, ready to hop out and help me with whatever comes up. Yeah, I'm like... It's stem cell time. I'm flirting with Botox, if I should get it or not. Don't just flirt with it. I know. Let it fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) Let it take you on a date. Yeah. You should get Daxify, though, because it lasts for six months. You should go to my lady. I just feel like... I look. Get a little refreshment. It yeah. can't hurt. It's fun. Anyway, so Angie and her husband are just like have this incredible arrangement and their house is like massive. Love their love. Mm-hmm. Her husband looks like Nick Lachey. Hotter. Hotter. And he just like 
genuinely listens to her and like gives her good advice and loves her. So he's gay. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just Why kidding. as a man are you doing hair? This is my question always. But and like I had my hair cut recently by a straight guy who I just assumed the entire time was gay until he talked about his girlfriend, and then I was like, oh, a straight. But I, like, there are actually quite a few straight men in the hairdressing game. It's like how I assumed all, incorrectly assumed all, like, ballerina, ballerinos were gay. And when mm-hmm. I when I had my stint of dating several ballet dancers, they all told me that there were mostly straight guys in ballet. Not all men. Not all men. Angie's basically, like, talks more about her and Heather. We see more photos of them. In high school, Heather looked so different. They both look older in high school than they look now. I know. It's so bizarre. But that was like the 80s for you. Or the 90s. So we cut to Monica's house. Honestly, this was a true crime moment for me. (laughs) (laughs) It was sobering. Look, and I like Monica. Like, I think that she's well cast so far. But like, this was a brutal awakening the house yeah just of like someone it's really just shocking to me when a housewife is not in the same tax bracket as other housewives well you've got to always have one like brandy yeah but the this was just a good it was a shocking it was a shocking home reveal it looked very much like the house and um abducted in plain sight it was like giving remember that documentary about the the mormon family who like let that guy basically like Suck, like rape their daughter over and over again and then they started having an aff- they both started having an affair it's a with true this guy. crime it's yeah. a true crime house it reminded me of like a whatever would be um in that amazing steven soderbergh show with evan peters or not evan peters was it evan peters no jonathan what's his face from glee oh mind hunter it was a mine hunter house. David Fincher. It was a victim in mine hunter house. Yeah. yeah, David Fincher. I was wrong on literally every reference, <laughs> but <laughs> I knew you. You had you knew. I knew you'd get us there. So Monica is literally looks like Ilaria Baldwin, and she's also from Boston. So I'm convinced that this is Ilaria Baldwin. <laughs> um, she like Ilaria is Spanish. She's Portuguese. Latin. No, she's part mm-hmm. Colombian, part Portuguese. And her, right? Uh, I just know the Portuguese part. I think she says she's part Colombian, too. Anyway. Yeah. Her mom is very young. So, you know, she and her mom both had their kids young. Mm-hmm. And her grandmother is this iconic Portuguese vovo who is, like, <laughs> the grandmother in my big fat Greek wedding who's, like, chasing <laughs> people around. <laughs> Monica's grandmother will fucking cut a bitch without a single problem. So Monica has a swaddling, baby swaddling company where she, like, creates... It's very niche, but, like, it's interesting. It's interesting. It also is, like, you just buy fabric and then sell it, which is also cool. Yeah. I mean, whatever works. I love... In this day and age, one must have several side hustles, so... Go off, queen. Well, this is her main hustle. So her mom and her are swaddling fabric. And Monica has four daughters. It's a lot. There's a lot of kids at play. It's a lot of children to provide for. 
she had them so young like i she must have been like 18 when she had her first kid she still is really young no i know she's i think she's like 35 when her kid so like one i guess it's her oldest daughter comes in to like help wrap the swaddles up and monica's talking to her mom and saying like oh she's going to palm springs but like she's also really scared and she was like i walked into louis vuitton and i bought a bag and i just had to do it i have to keep up with these ladies and i was like that seems like a very poor financial choice for a woman in this house with this many kids but what do i know yeah she started crying she was i bought a bag (laughs) her mom's face so wait her backstory is wild her mom was married to a man who was gay monica's dad was gay and had a boyfriend and left when she was four and moved to florida and she hasn't seen him since and doesn't know if he's dead or alive damn it's like wow so her mom converted Mm -hmm. to mormonism Moved to Utah to be near her. Sad women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got her ass. Her nana was, like, forcibly removed from Boston and, like, hates her life and is mean to everyone. I love that. And her daughter, her oldest daughter looks like Alex Cassani a little. Mm-hmm. Her oldest daughter is giving parentified child. Yeah, it's, she's more mature than Monica. Okay, I have a theory, though. This is kind of bitchy, but... Let's do it. I think... That Monica did get a Louis Vuitton bag, but I think she got it from a fake bag seller's living room. Mm-hmm. I don't think, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, go get the fake, get all the fake bags. But like, I just don't see a world in which this woman is saying, I'm going to spend like $2,500 on a purse right now. It just mm-hmm. doesn't add up. And like, I, caught a look at that bag and i was like that is fake it has to be yeah it was it was if not slay but if and if so slay but i was like something is didn't you tell me about like there's those houses in oklahoma where people have like fake shit yeah that's like a such a thing in lots of cities like but when i got back from boarding school there was a woman who just sold fake everything out of her living room and going to her house was incredible. Mm-hmm. You just would like, it would be like fake Chanel earrings and like fake Louis Vuitton. I got a fake Louis Vuitton wallet. I got like a big old Prada Weekender bag. Like I got, I went fucking ape shit. And that's like very illegal, right? Yeah, it's um very, it's like incredibly illegal. I just love the idea of this like Oklahoma housewife like running a fucking racket from her like McMansion. So many, so many people do. I mean, like, there's, like, a whole, the the fake industry or, like, the luxury fakes. Um, no, it's, like, Canal Street, but in Oklahoma. Yeah, but you can get now, like, basically fakes that are made in the same factory with the same materials <laughs> that, like, just fell fake. off the factory line. But they're just, like, fake, but they also aren't. It's so yeah. bizarre. I haven't, like, bought anything fake in a long time but i'm always considering it's giving emily the criminal <laughs> i would love nothing more that would actually be a really good movie or show yeah it's like the gifting table thing remember the gifting crew yeah, club but it's like not mlm it's just like 
high-end fakes out of your fucking Oklahoma City living room. I had fake Chanel earrings. I was like truly decked head to toe. Girlie, you came out of... <laughs> I fucking came strutting out of boarding school and I said, you know what? Nothing can stop me now. <laughs> you and came I out thought, of juvie and you were like, give me those, give me those earrings. Wearing hoops. I'll take a wallet. I'll take a bag. I'll take a purse. Give me a little diamond earring. <laughs> CC. <laughs> Who me? Yeah. And I fucking was slaying the game. What if you were an undercover FBI agent raiding this woman? I like report her. No. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Carrie, have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Every other week. Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? So sick, but all is not lost because that's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy Filtered Showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any other on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchased today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use the code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off their Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. 
Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who with siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking, ew, digital frames are bleak. But I'm telling you, this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology like barely even understands how to facetime and i said just let me just let me and i set it all up for her i plugged it in i fired up the app i preloaded pictures on it and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps she thinks everyone's spying on her stealing her data and the fact that i was able to break through and she literally loves this frame like loaded it up with pictures of her cat i was like we did it joe Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This week on Two Niche, it's officially the season of the pumpkin spice latte, meaning it's fall. So in honor of the PSL and all things fall aesthetic, we are coming from a place of live, laugh, love and celebrating all things chuggy in the form of a haul. So join us this week on Two Niche, available wherever you get your podcasts. So we cut to this restaurant called Emigration. And Whitney and her pig husband get there, and they're meeting Angie and her gay big dick husband. His pants? Tight checkered pants. I was like, you're gay. If you wear those pants. Is he bald? Is that why he wears a hat? Maybe. I feel like he's a... Maybe he's not, though, because he's a hair... I don't know. I feel like... Maybe he's, like, just... He's private. Mm. He wore that hat when he wore it in Monica's... Or in his scene at home with angie gay i was like i can't even see your face right now he was extremely he was being extremely private in that scene well maybe there's a reason for that what is he hiding meredith has she has some information on him so he doesn't want his grinder hookups to see <laughs> i him know 
<laughs> he's like, damn, they're all going to know that they're I They're all going to know. <laughs> they're all going to know my truth. I feel like, though, Angie's the kind of she where she would know if he was gay and be cool with it. And like it. Wait, we need to have a just as full sidebar on their huge bed. Oh, it's like the Kim K bed in the Kanye West video. I've never seen a bed of that size. I want it. That bed might be too big for me. And I never thought as like a big bed lover, I would say that because I ride hard for a king. But that bed was like, no, that's that's like what's going on on the other side of that bed. (laughs) There's like two (laughs) time zones on that bed. It's like literally anything or anyone could be in that bed on the other side. You would have no idea. That bed is like 800 square feet. It scares me to have that much like open space. In one laying zone next to me. Angie and her husband sleep, their daughter sleeps with them every night, which is a little weird. She's 11. Yeah, it's time to, time to get your own king size. Yeah, get her. And their, and their poodle. I do like that poodle. I don't like poodles. But I don't like it when people dye their dogs. No, it feels, colors. it feels abusive. Sorry. It's, it's not right. Um, That's a lot. I mean, your daughter's 11, like. She needs to grow up. Sorry, Angie. Yeah. You got to just like put her boundaries in her room. You need a long time. Yeah. And Whitney goes, wow, I am shocked. Where do they even have sex? I don't even want to know. But a, with <laughs> the Roses and Angie K's are like very close now. Good family friends. When Heather was trying to shit on Angie K to Whitney, Whitney went, nope. She goes, I like her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whitney goes, I am so excited for the girls' trip. Are you going? <laughs> and Angie goes, <laughs> wow, I didn't know what this was. What is this? And so, no, she wasn't invited. And then she's clearly very upset because she is really nice to Heather. She lent her their hairdressers for Meredith's, Meredith's stupid little fashion show. And Meredith, like, basically didn't thank her and, like, is now excluding her. So Meredith sucks for that. Yeah, and according to the husband, they lost revenue. Yeah. I like her husband just constantly defend, just being like, that's not okay. Yeah. If you're going to get married, you should marry a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. But fucking Jack. He's so jacked. He's jacked. Maybe he's like... He's sexy. He's really hot. He's my new Daddy John. Those pants. Yeah. He's... D- Daddy, whatever he took his name Daddy is. John, one like a Daddy John, and he fucking leg pressed 800 pounds. His bulge is tremendous. His He's a thighs. huge cock. You can see it. I'm not, like, normally I would be really upset at a guy wearing those kinds of pants, but somehow he gets a pass. No, I love it. Guys that wear, like, tight pants like that, it's really bizarre to me. You have to be packing. But it works. You have to be packing and you have to have thunder thighs. Mm-hmm. Whitney goes, well, what if you become as my plus one? Would you like to come to Girls Trip in Palm Springs as my plus one, Angie K? I'm going to formally invite you as my plus one. Are you in or are you out? Angie goes, I'm in. <laughs> she goes, they're not going to like that. So I was like, I love that. Shit stirrer. Mm-hmm. Monica and Heather meet at a consignment store, which I was like, this consignment store is chic. I'd like to go there when we go back to SLC. The boutique owner is literally 
Heather. Heather. <laughs> she walks in and is face to face with herself. Yeah. Has a full conversation with her exact astral twin. Mm-hmm. And then they part ways. And I was like, Heather's now like split dimensions and yeah. exists in two places at once. So she wants to like get Monica under her thumb. So she invites her to come shop with her. She's like, you're poor. So we're going to take yeah. you to this consignment store. Mm-hmm. And I'll help you. I know you're probably stressed about what kind of outfits to wear in Palm Springs. Don't worry. I've got you, sis. And then they hang out and are browsing. And Heather just reveals that she fucking hates Angie K. Oh, yeah. That was tough when she's like, oh, I actually went to. She taught Monica's mentioning Angie K and how they're friends. And Heather goes, oh, yeah, I went to high school with her. Says nothing else. And then Monica goes, wait. So what's the story? Monica's a little bit of a producer. And Heather goes, yeah, I don't like her. There's a lot of wrath. There's I think, wrath. I think Heather's jealous. Yeah. So. And then Monica drops the the bomb of all bombs of any housewife I've ever heard. Truly. Mm-hmm. She was excommunicated from the Mormon church. She, too, was a bad Mormon. And Heather says, what did you do? And she goes, well, I was fucking my brother-in-law for 18 months brother-in-law so she was having an affair with her ex-husband's sister's husband for 18 months work and then she felt so guilty that she went to her mormon bishop her local bishop and ratted on herself and they said thanks for telling us but you're a whore and you're going to hell and you must leave they said, you're a whore get out of the church fuck off but the man can stay. He's cool. He's cool. But you have yeah. to leave because you're... And no one's going to talk to you ever again. This is your fault. Know that. Mm-hmm. And Heather... Heather shook. Heather's like, damn, I thought I was the bad Mormon, but you were the baddest of all. Mm-hmm. Mormon baddie. So she's like titillated, Heather, but also like quietly judging. And also Heather's now jealous of another person, and that person is Monica. But Heather went home. Heather got into her car and masturbated because she was so overcome (laughs) with shame, horror, disgust. And she went in her car and gripped the steering wheel and she goes. (laughs) (laughs) And then she and then she furiously rubbed one out. And then she was like, oh, my God, that's like a scene in an indie movie. I know. It's like a scream into a masturbation into just like a silent drive home. I feel like Salt Lake City has a lot of parking lots where you can go pull into and jerk off in broad daylight. And scream. And scream. Heather said she wore her garments. Then they talk more about wearing the garments, which are just underwear, like Mm -hmm. long underwear. And as soon as she was excommunicated, Monica strutted into Victoria's Secret and bought a million thongs. She's like, you want a bad Mormon? I'll give you a bad fucking Mormon. God. I'm obsessed with a religion being like, you need to wear a certain type of undies. That's weird. I'm obsessed with religions where you like have like death seals. You make like basically you're constantly making like death packs (laughs) where like you'll, you'll go to the death, not revealing any secrets from the temple the fuck goes on in there and the secrets are like we make you wear weird underwear You're yeah. like, don't tell anyone <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're all like stop it 
It's so bizarre. <laughs> Mormonism is fully bizarre. I still like. I'm shook by you entering your info into their ancestry <laughs> data system. <laughs> they got me. They got I you, love, y'all. I, I want to know my ancestry. I thought no, it was I get like it. ancestry.com. And then as I was like, it became very clear that they like weren't going to actually tell me what I was looking for. Mm-mm. Like, I, was I thought wor- that I was they were going to. You were terrified. <laughs> and rightly so. Now that I know. I was like. I I was like know- <laughs> I saw. I remember. I I see Laura. Laura's talking to these two like Mormon people, like in the like holy site that we were at, whatever the the main tabernacle area. And they're Laura's in. We were the library next to it, and a deep in combo with these two girls. And I was just like, "What?" And then Laura goes, (laughs) "I'm going in for a sec." It's like I'm going in. I could be related to George Washington. They would never know who you could be related to. And I go in and I go, John Adams. I go, what are you doing? And she was like, I'm trying to find out if I'm related to a president. And I was like, damn, okay. <laughs> you were like, there's, spoiler alert, you're not related to anyone. <laughs> you're related to like Captain John Smith or whatever the fuck his name was. I was like, because you know my struggles with like 23andMe getting like banned yeah. from 23andMe and then like Ancestry.com is kind of confusing. Wait, why were you banned again? Because someone gave me a, 23 and me that was shipped to his house by mistake so i just took it and tried to turn it in as my own and then they said this is stolen and i said what oh my god uh-uh. and then they banned me for life <laughs> and i tried to do it again just i someone else gave me like a reader actually was like i feel really bad about your 23 and me journey i have an extra one just take it and they sent it to me, and I was like, finally, my chance comes around again. And I sent that, and they were like, bitch, we have your DNA from the last time. We know. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I you're guess... doing another thing. You're not allowed in our They're space. all run by Mormons, though, so they all have our data. It's all good. Yeah. So I just wanted to know my own family tree, but... that was I'm far. still shook by our... That was like a mo- that was like a true like tourist. I was like, this is so alien to me. This is so crazy. Like I know nothing about any of this, and this is wild. We had a real day in SLC. We, we went. We rode bikes. We, we rode, rode bikes, bikes we all scootered. over SLC. We did some tours. We talked to the locals. I tried to like get some ancestry data, and then we had a show. I came out to the. <laughs> to the tour guides mm-hmm. they you made them a little uncomfortable with that but they ultimately were accepting i wanted to i wanted to razz- i was like i wanted to rabble rouse them a little mm-hmm. no it's good to keep them on their feet and you were like i go i feel like you- i remember you were like ready to go <laughs> you were mm-hmm. like if they're gonna fuck with him i'm gonna like you were like well i'm gay and then i looked at them <laughs> and i was like say it Come on, come Where on. You have to say that. What they were cool. About that? Hmm? No, they were very cool. We cut to Meredith packing for Palm Springs with Brooks and Chloe, aka the Shining Twins. I need a show that's just the two of them. I don't need no. Seth anymore. I'm and I don't need the other son. Who's but straight. I need no who refuses yeah. to be on the show. That's fine. Chloe and Brooks and Meredith just lounging around half-assedly doing things and like matching cashmere sets i'm 100 percent in green light it 
I want the first episode on my desk tomorrow. Brooks and Chloe are human throw pillows. They're just like they're sitting they on the are. bed and and they're both wearing those like cute little like cashmere like multicolors whatever. Here's the thing. If I was guaranteed to give birth to two versions of myself, a boy version and a girl version that would hang with me like this i'd be way more open to having kids yeah it's pretty much the best scenario for someone like meredith or just any woman in general is to have mm-hmm. brooks and chloe a gay son and a who cute both daughter speak the same and both and speak exactly like you and both share your outlook on the world and your sense of humor exact interest brooks goes, yeah why Perfect. don't you pack some kind of surfing wetsuit for the pool that'd be kind of chic which i'm like I would and uh, meredith goes i don't I'm think here for it i don't have a sur- i don't have a wetsuit so, and he goes well i'm they're bound to be a lot there isn't it a big surfing place in palm springs and she goes honey it's the desert and chloe just laughs and then we cut to the greatest part of the whole show mary's house mary's and her son are also in like chic little pajamas and mary calls <laughs> They're just Mary hanging out. Calls the Mary... Trixie Hotel and she goes, Hello, is this Trixie? Trixie Hotel? And the guy goes, Trixie Motel. And she goes, She goes, Oh, okay. <laughs> Disgusted. That's literally me. Like her. And she goes, Do you have. <laughs> I love. You don't tell Mary. <laughs> I love. Is this Trixie? <laughs> Is this Trixie? The Trixie the gay hotel. Is like, uh, Trixie. She goes, is there? Motel? Is there two? What is it? What did she say? Two thousand three. Do you have two thousand three Dom Perignon? He goes, no. But uh, she goes, well, do you have room service? He goes, we have like personal pizza. Uh, a personal pizza. I was truly like, mm-hmm. I'm with Mary. He goes, we have like cheese plates I'm and sorry. like personal pizza, but like we have a full bar. And she goes, she goes okay. He's so triggered by her, this gay. <laughs> They're both so triggered by each other. I love that she called this place. She knows exactly like, oh, yeah. what this is. But she was like, I'm going to call them on camera and terrorize them and shame them for not being like, yeah. a nice hotel. And I'm here for that kind of shenanigan. I love, is this Trixie? <laughs> is it, Hello, is this Trixie? <laughs> Mary's face when she walks into this place is gonna be priceless will she even agree to truly stay there she'll stay at like the parker i think the parker might even be like too like designy for her Mm -hmm. like mary needs like four seasons or ritz carlton (laughs) i don't like like a joke hotel yeah i mean i love trixie mattel but like i wouldn't stay here is it like an airbnb really maybe I think or it's like, it a, like motel. a motel. I think it's like a ki- like kitschy, like chintzy kind of like Trixie. I don't know. It's a theme. It's nice. Probably does well because of how famous she is. Oh, yeah. It's great. So they arrive at the airport the next day and there's an hour be- before their flight. So they're all just like waiting and chilling. And w- Monica walks in and she goes, I'm so nervous. <laughs> I need one moment. We c- Lisa's packing. What? <laughs> she pulls out one of the ugliest <laughs> shoes I've ever seen in my entire life. 
like a patent leather like plow. She goes, look at these. Do you die? And <laughs> John, <laughs> she goes, they're really ugly, but I am. I also love them, and I was, I was truly, I was gagged <laughs> by how so ugly these shoes were. <laughs> they were heinous. Lisa is a, she's a true risk taker. She's the only I mean, one slaying Fashion Week. I know. So yeah, everyone meets at the airport aside from Whitney and Angie K. Yeah, everyone's very, everyone seems very sus that Whitney's taking another flight. Mm-hmm. Meredith goes, I don't know why she's getting there early. And I'm like, Meredith, you do that all the time. You literally do that every time yeah. there's a trip. Shut up, Shut Meredith. up. And Monica goes, I'm so afraid of flying. And Meredith goes, do you have Xanax? Or no, I think Heather says that. And she goes, yep, Zanny's in the Louie. Zanny's in the Louie. And she's making sure everyone knows there's the Louie. And that's when I said this Louis Vuitton's fake. Everyone kind of clocking her saying the Louis thing, though. It's really funny. It's like, Monica, shut up. I know. I was like, oof. It's Don't attract attention to it. Hard to walk into this, like, scenario. Yeah. You just have to, like, get... You're not going to get confidence from a purse. Fake or real, it's not going to do it. And the last thing you should be doing is calling attention to it. Because these women will know. Just act like you're in the club. As Molly Brown says in Titanic. Yeah, and also, like, Monica is really funny and does a good job navigating everyone's personalities. Like, we see kind of later in the van how she is with Mary and, like, how she is with Lisa. And I think she it's good. It's good for these ladies to have a, poor friend. Like a deferential poor person who will, like, humor them. But also, like, control them a little and, like, rolls with the punches. It's like... She needs to just, she needs to be like the Bethany in the beginning. Just like, just lean into being like the underdog and then you'll eventually make a lot of money. Yeah, because someone entering like her, it's only up if you play your cards right. And then soon enough, you'll be sitting on a fucking swaddle empire. She needs to just be unabashed about like, yeah, I don't have anything. And like, let them kind of take care of her and like lean into it as being like the poor friend who doesn't have anything and they'll like be extra nice to you and, and just then, laugh about yeah like, your shitty purse mm-hmm. like make jokes mary gives people just like christian louboutin shoes so it's a, she's a good friend to have mary likes monica she's tickled you by think her so? I think. Mm-hmm. first whitney and angie arrive First thing in the morning, and they're greeted by Trixie herself, which is always, like, a welcome sight. And Whitney goes, I've known Trixie for quite some time. I was friends with her first. And when they walk up, it's, like, very pink, obviously. And Whitney goes, oh, I should have known it would be pink. (laughs) Okay. And so they get a tour of the space and then they're trying to decide like whether or not they take the big room and Wheatney is just so excited to really blow everyone's minds. Sabotage. She's like, do I give the hostess the big room or do I take it to self? And Trixie goes, well, normally you would give it to the host. And she's like, oh, "Hmm." maybe I will shake that up. 
so they get to they land in Palm Springs Airport, and all of a sudden you see the restroom, like the doors leading to the restroom. And you just hear Lisa going, "Has anyone seen a ring? Has anyone oh seen a god. ring? Oh my god, I lost the ring! Oh my god, does anyone see a ring on the floor? John is gonna kill me. Where's the ring? Everyone, look! Does anyone see a ring? And then oh. we cut Heather's films herself on her phone in one of the stalls, and you just hear, "Hello, does anyone see a ring?" And she's like. She's whispering and she's like, Lisa's freaking out right now because she lost a ring. You just hear her. It's very my best friend's wedding when they're in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And the woman's going, Kimmy! So Lisa was pulling her pants up and felt her $60,000 diamond ring, a beautiful gift from John, fall off her finger, never to be seen again. Doesn't make sense. It was just like, where did it go? Someone took it. Yeah. I think it's gone. Yeah. She goes, it was 60 Gs. I think maybe if you see it or feel it fall off and then you just say nothing, but I think bringing attention to you've lost a ring and yeah. then you have a person who, uh, oh, this ring just like fell in yeah. next to their shoe and then they realize it's like a diamond ring. You might pay for your college, kids' college tuition for a year. Yeah. Yeah, that In was... In this economy, you can't be, like, yelling that your $60,000 diamond ring is missing. Look, anything can happen in an airport restroom. It's kill or be killed. And when it comes to air travel, if you are flying economy and you're not in a lounge access, even if you're in, like, a lounge and you lose a ring, it's... Once you set foot in an airport, it's every fucking man for himself. You better gird your loins and yeah. guard your valuables because and it's the be wild smart. fucking west. Yeah. You can't you probably just shouldn't wear like stacks of diamonds. I decided that Lisa is a Parker Posey character. She is. So they, they spend forty five minutes in the bathroom. Monica literally digs through the trash and like reaches into toilets looking for the ring. Like Monica's really trying. She's earning her keep. I was like, this is so the like newbie who mm -hmm. it's a very it's a very like newbie mm -hmm. deferential I don't have money, but I wanna be a part of this world and like get this woman's respect. It's very Dorit carrying Kathy's luggage for her. Mm -hmm. But everyone's kind of annoyed at Lisa because one she's taking up time away from their vacation and two because they're all like secretly jealous and being haters. About her ring. Meredith is very unsoothed. And Mary is just like wearing a mask. She looks like. <laughs> she looks like. She looks like E.T. When E.T. was dressed up like a woman in the closet. Wait. Did you see the Mexican <laughs> government unveiling. Unveiling those alien fossils. Those are real right. You can't just like be a government. And unveil an alien. I don't have it Those look like E.T. Like e. dolls. This they looked like, like if someone eat. made them, like, a, it was like a child's preschool project. Also, they were so tiny, uh, and I was like, aliens better not be that small, or I'll be pissed. Are those real? No. They're, they're like but plaster E.T. But you can't, like, <laughs> as a government, just unveil a fake... I don't think they're real. But... Why are NASA, they unveiling NASA them? is today... On this is Thursday the fourteenth. Are releasing some like new information about U.S. UFOs. They're they're doing like a press conference today. This so. is a setup 
This is a fucking setup. I know. I'm 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 being set up to be disappointed again. No, but like I know, it's weird. Like what why like what? And they like they say there are alien eggs in them. Which that freaked me out. I'm just from like a thousand years ago in Peru. Like did they visit Machu Picchu? They probably did. I think that like in cultures and civilizations such as they were incommunicado with the aliens. Well, there's I kind of believe it. You can't just like as a government unveil an alien that's not real. (laughs) I mean, there are there are government entity. Yeah. Why are you as a government unveiling (laughs) aliens? Unveiling this plaster papier mache (laughs) project. There are those. I think it's in Peru or Chile or one of the more southern South American countries. There is a there's like an area of the Nazca lines where they're like giant hieroglyphics that you can only see from space, and it's like they're on like a runway. Yeah, like so. Mayan and Aztec cultures. I think they had alien friends, and yeah, also they were enlightened. Remember Apocalypto? Mm-hmm. That movie was actually fucking great. Mm-hmm. My favorite is when that that little girl is she's like dying of smallpox and she's like cursing them. I love that. I want to watch that again, but I think that there's like you can't like a government entity. I don't know. It's really weird. It's 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 crazy. (laughs) And it's crazy that like it's not a bigger deal. Like no one's like no one's no one talks about anything. All people want to talk about. Like, Bell. who's canceled <laughs> yeah people are just really mad like or who's the main character of the day on twitter but i'm like a government literally a government of mexico a fucking huge country <laughs> the government it's pretty crazy out two massive but tiny coffins and unveiled two little they look like E.T. We didn't talk about it until now. Whoops, are they? <laughs> you can't. But like, if the government is lying, which I get like governments obviously lie, but like that is a class action lawsuit. You cannot as a government unveil two teeny aliens in little tiny coffins and then have that be a lie. Like, I just that don't know. crazy. They were so like men in black, like that, that bitch. To me, they looked like E.T., like plastered <laughs> E.T. It looked fake. Simon said, Simon said that you can see the plaster marks. <laughs> <laughs> Simon like made them. <laughs> he was contracted. The Haas brothers were contracted by the Mexican government to create tiny aliens. <laughs> the Mexican government said, hey. We need some artists. But it is it is weird that like no one's talking about it except like the Daily Mail. Is everyone just like those are fake? You guys are No, I don't know. That? Those are fake. What is like the general read? What's the general read? I, I need to call my know. mom. Also like so I was listening to something recently. Maybe it was on TikTok or saw, saw something somewhere where like I guess Elon Musk had said like if aliens were real the thing to do would be to like show them so that you can get more funding. And I heard that like the day before these, should we unveil an alien to get like more patrons? Yeah. 
I mean, I could wait. Find... So you think you think that they're like fake psyops to get more funding into actual aliens? I don't know what they're for. It freaked I don't know me out why a little. Now. It's freaky. It's freaky that that's not on the front page of the New York Times. No, no one cares about anything. No one. Even if it's like, even if they're not real, it's a front page news. It's a front page news. It's front page yeah. news that a government. A major is government. Show- a huge government is showing off little <laughs> dolls. <laughs> Presenting them to Congress. Like, how, what's going on? We're being gaslit now because you can't between this and the fireworks last night. You can't unveil dolls and then no one talks about it. Between this and the firework maniac last night, I'm like freaked. Where is like the dailies episode about these plaster? I don't know plaster casters. (sighs) We need to look into this. Should I fly to Mexico and get boots on the ground? Yeah, charter a plane. So they finally, yeah, Lisa talks to airport and she goes, I'm going to file a report. It's, you know, it's just sentimental. It's just a sentimental thing. It's really just like it was a gift for my husband. Maybe someone will turn it in and then there will be a police report. So I'm going to do that. She goes, I'm so mad about that ring. And they're all in the van now. They're all in the sprinter van. Yeah. She goes, I'm just so mad. Mary goes, I just want to get to where we're going. She goes, well, you, one of these days you got to let it go. (laughs) <laughs> but also the way she said it, Mary's like slurring. I think she's on pills. Yeah. She goes, Lisa goes, I'm going to call my jeweler, have it replaced. I've just got to be insured. Actually, I'm going to call my jeweler right now. She goes, the only thing I've ever lost is a pair of Chanel sunglasses. So this is crazy. It's sentimental. John, it's so sad. I'm sad. Somehow it takes so long to get to this place in Palm Springs, by the way. Yeah. Like, where are they? They didn't have time to like, eat chips monica goes do you want a chip and lisa goes yes actually yeah thanks monica and that she passes him just over mary's lap and mary goes can you not with the chips over my clothes monica goes yeah sorry mary and i was like this is she's good yeah she's really good she goes i don't like crumbs i don't like crumbs i am worried for mary being put in the position of having to stay in this motel well, this I think this was footage I saw from earlier this year where they were, I think on this trip they go to Hunter's, that gay club, and I think there's a shot of Mary just like waiting in the Sprinter van for everyone while they're in <laughs> Hunter's just being like, she's not going to be happy. So basically they're in the van, they're like, I wonder what it's going to be like there, and then Whitney and Angie K are eating colorful popcorn, drinking fruity pink drinks, and giggling to each other about all the house they're about to cause (laughs) Whitney goes how do you think they will react to you being here will Heather be upset as well they're literally they're the Mexican government getting ready to unveil the dolls I know (laughs) (laughs) so they're like maybe we should get out of the pool and get ready get ready for the big entrance and then the women finally get there and Meredith goes there's gotta be a code of (laughs) Some kind of thing to get us in here. And then Meredith, the way she walks, she doesn't even walk. She sort of just... She's like Jim Carrey. <laughs> she is. She goes, what's this? She looks so I got a code here. And Angie and like, goes... Why are, 
<laughs> Why is there a coat? Why is there a coat? I know. Don't tell me. It's a little Sonder. I would... <laughs> Very Sondra, the Boylston. <laughs> I'm like, Mary, I would be with Mary where the people try and like Sondra us, and we're like, Mm-mm. I'm like, I'm with you. I'm going to the, the colony palm. You cannot, don't, I'm sorry, but don't say personal pizza to me. No, I want room service. Oh my God, I don't want to, I want just room service. How I hard like, can it be? I want a salty chicken Caesar salad with big croutons and a soup. Yeah, I just want French fries. Yeah. And like a burger, maybe. Mm. Just easy and simple. I don't, like a personal pizza is disgusting, actually. This isn't Pizza Hut. Sorry, a six-incher? No. <laughs> There's got to be a code here. There, the, <laughs> Kristen Wiig is Liza Minnelli. <laughs> She is. There's got to be some kind of thing to turn this whole cuckoo machine off. What's this? Her legs are literally... <laughs> Her little wobbly knees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Look at her. She's a... <laughs> Bell bottoms. That's literally her. She goes... What's this going on? Some kind of machine right here. These women are truly pilled out of their goddamn minds. And Whitney goes, okay, Angie, I think the ladies are here. Are you ready? And she goes, ready as I'll ever be. And then they they cut it off because they're so cruel. Yeah. And they're going to make us wait till next week. But truly. Next week is unreal. They're doing the damn thing. I also am totally fine with Mary being on the show and refusing to go into places. I think it's peak comedy to me. It is. And like just Mary being like disgusted by everything yeah, is like it's perfect. the best. It's incredible. I love it. Well. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I wish you well on your journey up north. Thanks, doll. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to my drive. My year, my weekend of rest and relaxation. My weekend of New Milford vibes. Um, should we do, let me do a little cult shout out. First, we must shout out the alien, the alien dolls. <laughs> it is really crazy. It's fucking weird. It's a weird thing. It's why is no one like, why are we not? I didn't even get one single text message. Like no one cares about this. Yeah. Either no one cares, which is weird, or everyone's just like, that's fake, which is also very weird. Yeah. It's it's just like, it continues to just be a very, like, disorienting time. And also there's, like, a million floods right now. Oh, the Libya, prayers to Libya, for real, and Morocco. Prayers to, like, yeah, Libya, it's did you see that? out there. I didn't even it's... know that the, I, does, Libya had, like, some freak storm that broke a levee. There's been some, there's been like multiple floods and like over the past week in like a ton of locations. But yeah, oh that God. one's also really, really bad. But it's like deluge vibes. I know. It really is. Okay, cult time. I'm like, but in more pressing news, <laughs> Danielle, Danielle McMillan. McMillan. Lady Swampitch gives no fucks. Fucks. Malzatov. Malzatov. Mary. Mary. Maisie McCarney. McCarney. Mike Earhart. Earhart. 
Sharon Baum. Realtor. Realtor. Courtney Kesselman. Kesselman. Carrie Whitmer. Carrie Whitmer. Owsley. Owsley. Mariah Kay. Mariah Kay. Kathy West. Cassie West. <laughs> Rochelle Cass- Martino. <laughs> Rochelle Martino. Kitmore. Kitmore. Nick Sedaris. Sedaris. Emily. Emily. Kim Lucas. Lucas. And Jeffrey. Pradama. 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 Thank you guys so much. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. And we'll see you next week. Ta ta. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Sabadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexyuniquepodcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com